What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Grace Kid Podcast. We are super excited to be talking about the story for today. But before we do that, I have two special guests with me, and so they're going to introduce themselves. Hi, guys. My name is Henry. I'm in fifth grade. I'm 10 years old. My name is Madeline. I'm 11 years old, and I'm going into sixth grade. And uh, Madeline... Before we get into our story, what is our question of the day? What is your favorite worship song? All right. Talk, uh, ask whoever you're listening to this with, and we'll be right back with our favorite worship song. Jesus is calling. Open your eyes. No need to fear now. on your side. And we are back. And so, Henry, what is your favorite worship song? My favorite worship song is Daisy Squad, Kyler. Oh, mine is, uh, it's called Just a Mention of His Name. It's pretty good. Madeline? Mine is All Hail King Jesus. They're great songs. And do you think there's a right answer about, like, what your favorite worship song is? No. Nope. No. Because worship, what is worship? It's singing praises to God. It is so awesome. So, all right. So if you listened to the podcast last week, or if you were at Grace Kids last week, we learned about four people, uh, which happens in the, literally the book right before, actually a couple books. It was a book of Esther. And so Esther was one of the characters. Then we had a king, King Xerxes. Then we had... Esther's cousin, also adopted it was Mordecai. daughter. Yeah, Mordecai. And we had a, a mean dude. Yeah, Haman. And so <clears throat> that story, uh, we where we pick up is actually King Xerxes' son. One of his sons is now king. <clears throat> and the guy we're going to be learning about is Nehemiah. And so Nehemiah, uh, what book is Nehemiah in? Nehemiah. Nehemiah, yeah. He has his own book. So, so cool. Where we pick up yeah. is that, so every, all the Jews have been like dispersed all over. And so they now are starting to return back to Judah. So they're all going back. And so Nehemiah, he uh, was in, he was like, he worked for the king. And uh, one of his brothers, uh Hanani, it says his name, and some other men, they uh, had come back to visit from other people who went to Judah. And so they go to him, and Nehemiah's like, yo, how is Judah? How is it being back home? How is it going? And they're like, bad news. It is not going well for those who returns. Like, they are in great trouble and disgrace. The walls have been torn down, and the gates have been destroyed by fire. So, do you think Nehemiah was happy about this or upset? He was very sad. Yeah. And so, what, what happened? What did he do? Cried. Yeah. He weeped. He was in, like, great sorrow. And it says in Nehemiah 1, for, verse 4, he says, When I heard this, I sat down and wept. In fact, 
for days I mourned, fasted, and prayed to the God of heaven. So he didn't just cry, but he went to God. And he prayed and asked God. He's like, God, the great awesome God who keeps his covenant of unfailing love to those who love him and obey his commands. And he goes on in this prayer of like, God, remember the covenant that you made to us. Remember what you told Moses and be there for us. Like rescue us by your great power. And so he's praying this. And so at the days during this time, he worked for the king. What did he do? He was a cupbearer. Yeah, he was a cupbearer. And so he's like greatly troubled about this. And so every time he went to the king, he goes to the king to serve the king his wine. And the king notices something different about Nehemiah. He's not so happy, but he doesn't look sick. He looks deeply troubled. Yeah. (laughs) And so he asks him, he's like, what's going on? Why do you look so sad? You're not sick. Obviously, you're troubled. And Nehemiah, he's, he's like pretty honest. He's like, I was terrified. But I replied, long live the king. How can I not be sad? How can I not be sad? For the city where my ancestors are buried is in ruins and the gates have been destroyed. And so the king asked him, he's like, well, how can I help you? And so Nehemiah, the first thing he does, it says he prays to God. And then he says, if it pleases you, and if you're pleased with me, send me to Judah to rebuild the city. And so the king, with the queen next to him, asks him, well, how long will it take you? And uh, when will you return? And so Nehemiah tells him, and the king agrees. But then Nehemiah asks for one thing before he leaves. What does he ask for? A letter. Yeah, a letter. And the letter pretty much says that he, uh, Nehemiah has permission to go. And so if he were to face anything, any governors or any like <clears throat> people that would be against him, uh, would essentially give him permission to go. And so he goes, he travels, and he takes people with him, and he gets there, and he's in Jerusalem for three days. And then he, at night, decides to go up and only take a couple of people with him, but go up and check out Jerusalem, see, like, what kind of damage has happened. And uh, when he goes and looks, was it was the city looking good or bad? Bad. Very really bad. bad. Yeah, really bad. So he sees all this, and the officials didn't know that what he was doing. And so he comes back, and he gathers people together, like officials and nobles and all these people. And he says, hey, you guys know very well what trouble we are in. Jerusalem is in ruins. The gates are destroyed. Let's rebuild the wall and end this disgrace. And so Nehemiah doesn't just tell him that, but he also talks about how God has been gracious on him and about the conversation he had with the king, that he like had the king's permission to do this, which is a big deal. So they agreed. They're like, you know what? Let's do this. Let's rebuild the wall. So they began to work. But other people that were in the area, uh, they were not really for them doing this, and they opposed it greatly. And so they faced like some opposition while they were doing it. So they start rebuilding the wall. And uh, did did you, uh, did Nehemiah do it alone? No, 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 not at all. He had people come and help. Like it wasn't just him trying to redo it all by himself. It, it says like in chapter three and all, almost pretty much all of chapter three. It'd be like this person built the gate, and then next to that, this person built the wall from here to here, and then this person built the wall from here to here, and then this these people built this gate and then these people helped them with the gate and then these people helped build the wall and it goes on and on and on about this 
And so it was like, it wasn't just Nehemiah. He went and said this. And then all these people started to come together to finish building this wall, which is so awesome. But people, the people were still really upset about it. And so even at one point, uh, the people who were building, half of them were like guarding and the other half were building, but with like a sword in hand. They were trying to build with one hand. You think that'd be easy? Heck, didn't know. <laughs> no, not at all. And so they were building and doing all that. And then it gets to a point where he ends up uh, like trying to finish the wall and people are opposing him. But how long do you think it took for them to rebuild the wall? 52 days. 52 days. And we were talking about this. If, if, if we started trying to do this like them and it took us 52 days, what day would it be? October 16th. October 16th. And in Nehemiah 6, it said that they finished the wall on October 2nd. What? So if we were to start like maybe two weeks ago, oh my gosh. we would have finished at the exact same time. But they finished the wall. So it makes me think though, what does this story teach us? What does it teach us? How do we apply it to our lives? I think it applies to our lives like we, like ne- Nehemiah did. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever we're troubled or upset, we need to ask God for help. Um, or like what to do in that moment, what to do in other moments when Mm -hmm. we're having troubles and, or if other people are making fun of you or trying to attack you or something, um, that you would just keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I also think that just like with, um, them rebuilding the wall, like, Sometimes we have like God-sized dreams and we need other people to come along with us to do them. Like Nehemiah could not have built the wall in 52 days alone. Like it might have taken him his whole life. But other people, they came along too to help build it. And they owned it. And it kind of reminds me of like the church is that we are all come together. We all come from different backgrounds, different you know, uh, life experiences, but we all come and unite around Jesus. And we have built this church, not like literally, but kind of figuratively as well, (laughs) that we have built this church together uh, in belief and that we all own what we're good at. And we come together and worship God and praise God and build the church. And so, because the church just isn't a building. What is it? It's the people. It's the people, yeah. So what is a challenge we could give our listeners for today? Um, I think our challenge could be like what I just said, kind of talking about um, asking for God when you have a challenge or you have a problem or you're feeling deeply troubled, that you can pray to God. And if people are giving you a hard time about it, you know in your heart that you can still do it with God's help. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it, even if we're, you're being made fun of or people are like opposing you is that if it is something God's calling you to do, to keep doing it and be strong and firm. But just like what you said, Nehemiah, when he was troubled and when bad things were happening, he didn't go to his friends and tell them, oh, can you believe this is going on? He went straight to God. So if you have something like that, go to God. That's a great lesson that we can learn. So thank you so much for listening uh, to this episode of our podcast. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.
like more resources regarding the one story plan go to visitgracechurch.com backslash one story and if you'd like more resources for your kids you can go to visitgracechurch.com backslash kids we also have a youtube channel and you can find it by searching visit grace kids on youtube if you like this podcast we would love for you to like subscribe share and leave us a comment we'll see you soon